Welcome to Fat Mascara, everyone. Hi, I'm Jen. I'm always Jen. I'm Jess. How's it going, everyone? I'm stressed. Jen, you've got some news. I do. I'm quitting my job. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't even plan out how to say it. Yeah, this is like, I should have had like a, I really should have planned this I should have had better. like, I'll a, be real with like it. It's our listeners. card at least. They've been with us for four years. A lot, some of them, like, I just feel like I'm talking to like my family right now. Yeah. Um, I'm not quitting my job. I'm starting a new job. I am stepping down or I'm resigning, whatever, as the beauty director of Mary Claire. Where beauty I've been, director and features director. That's right. That's right. I've been there seven years, ready for a new challenge. Funnily enough, during that seven years, a new challenge presented itself. I am going to be focusing on fat mascara full time. I just love what we've built together. We both want to grow it something bigger. It feels like the right time. You know, we're like award nominees. People are writing about us. It's it's been an amazing journey, and we have to. I, I mean, I'm I'm thanking the people. Thank you guys for listening and supporting us and helping the show grow in leaps and bounds. And it it needs more attention right now. It needs more care. And I'm, I'm not saying that like I made you do this, but, <laughs> but why don't you go ahead and quit your job yeah. while I have this baby? Yeah, <laughs> but um, there's so much change right now. And I mean, some of it we knew on the horizon. Some of it we didn't. It's, I think it's time to explore new things. It's yeah. a scary. I know my income's going to drop big time. Don't say but, that. I don't think so. No, but I think that taking a risk is like it's going to be it's going to be worth it. I'm still going to be doing freelance writing for a bunch of people and magazines consulting. And, and some other consulting and projects on the side, but I really am excited about this and I can't believe I didn't prepare something to say, but there it is, guys. It's really I'm your full-time fat mascara <laughs> gal. There's so there's so much change in our business right now today. Um, I learned. Oh, you at have news 11 too. Eleven a.m. Well, this this isn't something that is like, this is not on the same level in terms of yeah, it's fat big mascara news land. in the beauty world. Fat, in, in the beauty world, yes, but in fat mascara land, um, my boss, Dame Glenda Bailey. That's right. She is a dame. She's the editor in chief of Harper's Bazaar. I never thought that I would see on my watch her uh, resign, her step down. She's now going to be the consultant. So. You know, I don't know how many of you follow fashion magazines necessarily, but for Dame Bailey to step down, this is like, I don't think anyone could focus for the rest of the day. It really like rocked how, the house. How are you tower. feeling? Were you scared, excited, happy for her, nervous? No, I, I, you know, it's so funny. I interned and I don't want to date myself, but I interned for um, Carrie Diamond, who is the beauty director of Bazaar. In 2000, I'm like, I don't want to date myself. It was August of two, mm-hmm. 2002 I started mm-hmm. interning for them. And it was Glenda's first or s- second year. She started around 9-11, I think. She started 2001. Yeah. So oh, I wow. I was there. Full circle. You've her, been with her the whole ride. Well, she, she doesn't even like remember, I'm sure. Like I was this intern scurrying around. But I remember watching her work. I remember Carrie was amazing. She would bring me to the meetings in her office. This was like not even at the Hearst Tower that we work in now. It was like a different building. I would sit there like I was a member of the team and I would watch her work and I absorbed so much. So, so to me, she was the first like enigmatic editor-in-chief. Yeah. And then to work for her um umpteen later years later was is incredible it's weird it's it feels like really a seismic shift yeah, in the way the media landscape is going. like your editor-in-chief actually we have a new editor-in-chief at mary claire yes. and 
who knows what this will bring for print magazines, which I still love. But there's other places to tell stories, this being one of them. And yeah. I get to interact with people much more quickly than I do at print much magazine. Much more quickly and, and much it. more intimately in a lot of ways. So, so we're not going anywhere, guys. You're stuck with us. Yeah. Um, and you're still going to get all the beauty news. So what mm-hmm. are we, we going to talk about this episode? Okay. So we're going to talk about our the beauty news of the week. Then we're going to talk about, by popular demand, pregnancy-safe skincare. You guys have been DMing, writing, all the things. I've been pretty quiet about it, but there's been a reason for that, so I'll explain. Uh, And then we're going to answer a listener question about, dun-dun-dun, the new face. This is a gadget that you guys mention all of the time. And finally, we got an expert opinion for you on this this pricey little gadget. Also, we have an amazing interview. Anastasia, as in Anastasia of Beverly Hills, eyebrow guru to the stars, and freaking baller entrepreneur. The business advice alone in this interview will blow you away. It's such a good one. We're so excited for you to hear it. Let's get into it. I love the new beauty headlines music. Oh, I love it. Michelle did a great job. Yeah. Our producer rocks. It's awesome. Okay, so here's the big news of the week. Nikki Tutorials made an announcement that she's trans. The thing that really bothered me was then there was like a controversy online because Jared Blandino's sister commented that she was lying to the people. And Jared is the co-founder of Two-Face. Invoking that they also had some beef. And there you have it. There is your uh, drama in the beauty world. Yeah, it was pretty ugly, I have to tell you. Other new news. Goop coming to Sephora. Okay, I've got a theory about this. I think that we're going to see a new product assortment. Oh, like a Sephora line from Goop? Uh, I think I just think that so you work with Sephora, things change a little bit, and it's you start to see new new SKUs, maybe okay. some new positioning. Uh, we also have some new faces, spokespeople at big beauty brands. Beckett has brought on Barbie Ferreira as their face. Um, new haircut and all. She also has a new little mullet haircut. I don't know if you saw She's that. She's from Euphoria. And Amelia Clark is the new face of Clinique, which is very interesting because they, for so long, did not have faces. Yeah, they had like, for like a member, like a minute, they had like Tavi and like Hannah Bronfman for like a millennial kind of thing. Yeah, but back in the day with like the Irving Penn photos, it was like the egg was the face of Clinique. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. (laughs) Yeah, it is interesting. And in our acquisition corner, I don't know if that gets its own music. Money, 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 money. Uh, P&G, which used to be Procter & Gamble, bought Billy. The razor company. Right. We've spoken about them a lot. They're very like um, body hair positive. Remember their ads? It's like the, yes. the razor against the hair. So yes. interesting. Moving and grooving in the beauty world. And that is your beauty news. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. 
I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric. And the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. So Jess, we've gotten lots of listener questions and every guest we've had on the last six months has asked, how have you changed your skincare routine? How should someone change their skincare routine when they're pregnant? And I know you did a lot of homework, so school us, please. Yeah, so I'm not ignoring your cries for an episode about pregnancy-safe skincare. What I'm struggling with, and I'm being completely transparent with you guys, is who to have on because I've asked many different dermatologists in our network, cosmetic chemists, OBGYN, so like people with, with degrees, people who should know. There isn't a huge consensus on what is safe and what's not except for, okay, ready? Retinol, Retin-A, anything like that. Retinol palmitate, all of the retinols. All of the retinol. Certainly um, <laughs> certainly not Accutane. You know, like anything that's vitamin A, no, 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 no. Then 
Salicylic acid, some doctors say yes, some doctors say no. I love the Neutrogena Body Clear Acne Wash that has sal acid. I left that to the side of the shower. Yeah, there's been like new research in sal acid about like maybe endocrine situation mm-hmm. there. So much more research needs to be done. But if you're going to be safe about it, I like your philosophy. Right. Just pause on that. And the different acids, I've one woman like really scrunched her nose, one doctor, and then another one was like, it's fine, like glycolic acid, fine, so lactic, glycolic, fine. lactic, malic, AHAs, right. well, acid being a BHA. I just said, you know okay. what, I'm going to, for the most part, back off. I wasn't like combing through every single, you know, ingredient list in my mm-hmm. skincare thing, but I wasn't using like a glycolic acid mask. Again, it could be fine. I don't want to spread misinformation. But if I, and this is kind of the moral of the story, if I felt that little feeling of, I'm not sure... I don't want to do this. That's what was right for me. You have to do what's right for you and you have to talk to a doctor who you trust because at the end of the day, it's you. It's your body. You have to put your head in the pillow. I've been using physical exfoliants for it to- um, Instead of the yes, chemical. Yes. I've mentioned it a lot lately, but the Naturopathica, the oat cleansing polish you can use every day. It has a little bit of oat in it. It just exfoliates you. Um, obviously, okay, I should. this is a big one. No hydroquinone, but I don't really use products with hydroquinone. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of hair. Yeah, it was my big question. Okay. Hair color, hair dye. Some people are really like, oh, I had to go gray. It was horrible. My doctor said it's fine. And the okay. practice that I work with, they specialize in high-risk pregnancies. And I guess because I'm an older mom, that's I, mean, I followed my gynecologist After 35, there. it's like a geriatric yeah. pregnancy. But I, yeah, it was. Absurd, but. Yeah, knock on wood. Things, things seem okay so far. But- they gave me this pamphlet of things that are like safe, like no nos and yes, yes. And some of the things, like for example, like hair dye, they're like, there's no real evidence like, that it's problematic yeah, for the baby. Exactly. Okay. So that I chilled out about. Um, I'm not going in hot tubs. I'm not going in saunas. I love the sauna at the gym, but I, I'm not going in there. I'm sorry if I'm putting you on the spot, but why can't a pregnant woman go in a sauna? Something with your body temperature. I'm not a doctor, but like, it's probably pretty easy to find out if you want to know. It's the thing about raising your your body temperature, and, and that's you want to keep everything. Baby. Like you're basically an incubator right yeah. now, right? So like, remember when you were in elementary school and there was like the little incubator for the egg? Ooh, yes. Like you're the incubator. Yeah. We don't want to fuck with your. You don't want to like boil yourself. Yeah. So uh, I mean, that, that hasn't been a great sacrifice, but the, I do when I go to the gym. There's a sauna I would like to like to do. I don't. Okay. Um, I heard taking baths is fine. I took a bath once, and I. And somebody was, you took a bath. My doctor didn't have a huge problem with it, but you might want to check that out because I have, I only hit, hit that wall once and oh, I don't yeah, take a lot of baths. Oh, yeah, do one of those water births, Jess? <laughs> yes. I feel like it's the Can last you thing you would do. No, I know. You're like, I don't need that. I don't need, no, Can I picture a pool in your, Janetta would be oh, mortified. She'd put her little paws up on the side. Of the birthing pool? Yeah, because when I took a bath, she put her little paws up. Okay, but I'm talking about if you brought in one oh. of those swimming pools like they do and they have oh. a home birth in the bath. <laughs> you know, it's like those. Janetta yeah. would never talk to you again. Oh, my poor little baby. Oh, my God. She's so aware. So what else do I? Am I yeah, oh, I think okay. Covered- so to a skincare. Like, let's just, just real quick because a lot of you have said, have you gone all organic? Have you gone oh, all this? Yes. I am telling you my experience. I know I'm going to get feedback from this. Not one doctor has told me of OBs and derms that I need to like toss my skincare regime and replace it with coconut oil. So, and also, you know, if you're concerned about things like parabens, this and that, Jen and I have mentioned this before, a lot of the main, like the major player brands have actually like 
omitted that stuff or it's so negligible. Not because it's bad, just because you wanted them yeah, to. Yeah, like they've omitted it because because of pressure. So, Silicones, yeah, yeah, phthalates, all that. Just, and then no no injectables, no infrared treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some essential oils you're not supposed to use. I remember I panicked because I told I was using this the naturopathic and the Mighty Mint cream on my back for the whole like first trimester. And I told my doctor and she was like, you're probably fine. You know, oh, but but some of them tell you to steer away from essential. Yeah, oils. there are some essential oils. So I'm not relaying this as this is authoritative advice. I'm relaying this as my experience, which is informed by a panel of slightly differing opinions. Okay, but we I hope wanted that's to been know, helpful. No, it's it put it through your lens, and I yeah. like that. And it's fine. You're not an expert, so right. talk to your doctor. This is what Jess has been. Yeah. Doing. So yeah, consult with your doctor. But this is my experience. I hope it's been helpful. Jen, we get so many questions in the Facebook group and DM about the new face, N-U-F-A-C-E. This is a device that is supposed to like kind of give you a little bit of a lift, right? Yes, using microcurrents to tone the facial muscles and make you look more lifted. So this device is like very hot. People come into the Bizarre Beauty Closet and they ask me, do I have the new face? Has a really great reputation among like, I think like beauty enthusiasts. But the question we keep on getting is, does it really work? Uh-huh. When it comes to the new face, I had to ask Dr. Idris what Shereen she thought. Idris. Shereen yeah. Idris, she's great. She's the pillow talk Because we've had facialists who believe in it. Mm-hmm. She's a doctor. What does she say? She said, she was very complimentary. She said, you know, like, I've heard good things, yada, yada. But she said, you have to use it consistently. Oh, like I've you thought. need to Go use ahead. it kind Let's of like. Let's the expert talk and then the pseudo expert will talk. So it's you're supposed to use it for five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And for the first 60 days, you're supposed to use it five days a week. After 60 days, you use it two, three days a week. Um, and you have to use the special New Face gel primer. She says something funny. She's like, it's kind of like New Face is like going to the gym. You want to see results? You got to, you know, the new face is the gym, but like getting maybe going to the derm for like an injectable or like a radio frequency treatment or something that's going to lift and tighten. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's like liposuction. So it's like, do you want the shortcut? It's a, it's to, yeah. for, to the tune of thousands of okay, dollars. Okay, so it's what? $325 yeah. for a new face. Yeah. If you have five minutes a day for 60 days, or you can go, if you went and got some thermage, trust me, the results are not going to be anywhere they're going to be a million times better, but they're also going to cost you $3,000. Right. Um, so I have used the new face. And I did notice an immediate change afterwards. Mm. Like you definitely, I think along your jawline especially, yeah. you just look a little bit tauter in a way. I couldn't say it's from the microcurrent. I also think it's just from using the circulation around yeah. in the same way that a facial massage would do that. However, I know for a fact it doesn't work if you don't do it every day. And I cannot get myself in the habit it's like of doing it. like the program. It. it works if you work it. Honestly, if you are going to spend five minutes a day and you swear, swear, swear you will, $325, totally fine. You're going to look better. Just really think about if you are really going to keep doing it five minutes a day. Yeah, this is a personal, another personal decision. You need to have like a come to Jesus with yourself. I also know for a fact that you can swap out other gels to use with it. It doesn't have to really? be the new face gel. Yeah, but that's how they make money because, you know, they're getting to resell It's a special their conductor gel. No, no, it works, but you could find a comparable okay. uh, a product to help it slip along. But some facialists swear by it. And honestly, microcurrent, it really does make you look different. You'll see, you'll look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I look different, but you got to keep doing it. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. 
Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia. And guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's Joanna good. Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Okay, so we're here with Anastasia Soiree. Like the party, she tells me. Soiree. She's the queen of brows, but really like the empress of brows. She's done everybody's brows. Jennifer Lopez, Naomi Campbell. We were just talking she did Michelle Obama's. But more importantly, she's built a beauty empire with her brand Anastasia Beverly Hills, which is one of the top followed brands in the beauty industry on social media. I don't know if that's still true. Is that true? Yes. So we have 20 million followers. 20 million followers. 20 million? Yeah. Anastasia Beverly Hills has 20 millions. I just opened maybe eight months ago my personal Anastasia Suarez. I have like 240. <gasps> and you should, Anastasia Suarez. And the, follow, kind of follow, behind, follow. The, behind the scenes. Oh, nice. And uh, my daughter, Norvina, she has like 1.4 uh, million. So. I like Norvina's palettes. We'll talk yeah. about that. Yes. Um, before we get into beauty and brows, I have followed your career for many years, and you are such a true American success story. So if you don't mind, because I love a story of like, came came to America, built an empire. How, what What is the story behind how you got started in this country? Well, if you want to talk about the American dream, you look at one right now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I came in uh, 1989, and I got a job in a beauty industry. From Romania, a, right? From Romania. I immigrated here. I had my husband came here before me in 87 mm -hmm. um, with political asylum. So I had a green card even before I was here. Um, so you were an asylum seeker. Yes. That's important. Mm -hmm. And I started working as uh, an esthetician in a salon three months after I came here, uh, doing facial and body waxing. And I saw a void in uh, eyebrows. Where were you exactly working? Like I was working like a little at a salon. salon on Melrose Place. Mm -hmm called Giovanna Utah, and I, um, I I kind of was that aha moment where I realized that looking in the picture when I was in school, my eyebrow was pencil thin and round. Uh, my esthetician in Romania obviously penciled my eyebrow, but she didn't know exactly the shape, the perfect mm -hmm. shape for me. And uh, I started going to the library and trying to kind of understand for myself to find the perfect shape for my face. This is while you were an esthetician. Yes. While I was an esthetician, I thought like, that's why I look surprised on those pictures because my eyebrow was shaped wrong. More mm. tired or yes. like angry. Yeah. No, I was surprised all the time because you were around. <laughs> it was the night. Well, what year was yeah. this? Like the uh, 90. Yeah, they were skinny back then, yes. right? Yes, skinny and thin. And um, I uh, start put, putting attention into eyebrows and slowly I start developing this technique on how to shape eyebrow. 
according to everybody's bone structure and natural shape. So you mentioned that the trend at the time was this really skinny, like, you know, the Kate Moss brow. Or... No, it was the um, Pamela Anderson. Oh, oh. you remember? Oh, perfect In the visual. 90s, yes. was the perfect Pamela Anderson. Everybody wanted that eyebrow. Super skinny. And you're yes. going, you know, off to the side and you're bringing in something completely different, which is that there's a golden ratio. And what does Correct. that mean? Does that necessarily mean fuller brows or... Um, and, and what was ratio, the reaction? There are some measurements that the eyebrow should be... Uh, I made it simple because it's a little more complicated. Mm -hmm. But my daughter always said, Mom, make it simple. Not everybody <laughs> understands what, what you are saying. So basically, the eyebrow should begin above middle of inside of the nostril, outside corner of the nose, corner of the eyes. That should be the That end. trick with the pencil that everybody does? Yes. That was your trick? Yes, of course. Huh. Tip of the nose, middle of the iris... When the eyebrow, that line, imaginary line means the eyebrow, that should be the highest part of the eyebrow. So I created some stencils just to make it easier for the consumer to understand what the perfect shape should be. And I realized that, look, I'm only in Beverly Hills. I should, you know, do some products because nobody, eyebrow, uh, when my client will leave my chair, her eyebrow will look perfect because I will use the Vaseline and, and eyeshadow to mix to create this pomade. Right. And then they will say, well, but tomorrow when I wash my, my face, yeah. my eyebrow still has some gaps. And that was the moment when I decided to create products. And since then, I'm sure you've seen thousands of pairs of eyebrows, right? Yes. What are women still getting wrong? We've had such a big influx of new brow products, but like, do you still go out in the world and be like, oh, look at these brows? I look at eyebrows from a point where I will look at somebody and, and think, oh, I, I, I could change a little bit and will we'll transform completely the face. Because eyebrow is one feature on our face that really brings balance and proportion. And it's so important, the shape, according to everybody's bone structure. So, Are people do, making them, they're changing them from what it should be from their natural absolutely. bones? So that's the big... Women think that, oh, if I tweeze here, I will open my eyes. She's well, pointing I've to like an that, arch. I've like made that mistake. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'm making it now. We'll talk later. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think it's going to open up open, the area. And it doesn't. It doesn't. The eyebrow needs to be long enough to balance perfectly the eye and the, the face. So there are measurements that that's why I created that step by step how to achieve the perfect eyebrows. And I think women are anxious and they over-tweeze. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> because you think, oh, I want to open my eye. I want to, to make it better. I want to do it. Like more work high. should make it I better. Want, yes, and it's not. And Jen and I get so many brow products all the time. I'm, I don't know if I should be using like a pomade, a stencil, mm -hmm. I don't know, a, stencil, a, a pencil, Wax, what, the powder. Yeah, there's so many. So there's so many different things now. What do you think is like the one universal product that everyone needs for better brows? In my line, the best and the easiest product to begin as a beginner is the Brow Wiz. It's a thin pencil that is very easy to use. Brow definer is a pencil as well that um, is for beginners. So and pencils it, are the easiest. Pencils for beginners. are the easiest. If you want to go to the pomade. And, and powder as well, it's easy. It's not that difficult. Um, but deep brow and deep brow gel and pomade are a little bit, it takes a little training. And to be honest with you, I think eyebrows are something, it's something that you need to practice to get good at. 
take a, an hour. Not when tweezing, you, have, you mean about filling them filling in. Filling them yeah. in. Uh, take a day, in, I don't know, a day off. You have Take a day, a day off. off to practice your brow. <laughs> Not a day off. Take yeah. an hour yeah, or yeah, half an yeah. hour and start practicing a product that you want to and, and practice few of the products, I think, and see which one you feel more comfortable. What was the first Anastasia brow product? We had many. We had pencils. We had stencils. You went tweezers. straight yeah, in with the full line. Full line. Of course, we had a different pomade. Um, we relaunched the pomade because the consumer was so not even thinking that, do I need to use something on my eyebrows? <laughs> pomade was a little too advanced. Mm-hmm. Pomade is like, a, is it a gel it's with a, a tiny gel. brush? Uh, yeah, you need to use a brush, but pomade is a it's creamy a tube, texture. Right? Yeah, it's a into a jar, a glass. Jar. Oh, it's in a jar. Sorry. So it's a it's a creamier texture that is waterproof, and once you use it, you could use it uh, as strokes of hairs. You could create strokes of hairs. Um, I, I think it's a great product once you start, uh, you know, getting to to know the products and comfortable using. When did you start your line? What year? I started my line in 1998. We launched in our store in Beverly Hills in 1999. And in 2000, we launched in Nordstrom's, in 20 Nordstrom's, with a brow service. And you were just doing brow products at that point, Yes. Correct? When you said your no. store in Los in Angeles. Beverly Hills. So you eventually went out into your own. Yes, okay. yes. I opened a store in 97. And doing eyebrows, facial, and body waxing, and then um, in '98 we launched the um, the makeup line. It was a full makeup line, oh, by okay. the way, um, like with foundations, with and foundations, everything? powders, and everything. And we launched in Nordstrom's in 2000 in 20 doors, and we realized that we need to pay for the makeup artist, and and I couldn't afford because, I mean, the I ca- had to... The person to work the counter. Yes, mm, yes. Yeah. I didn't know that we had to pay. And um, I uh, I realized that eyebrow could be sustained and sold by the esthetician that they were doing eyebrow service. So we pulled the makeup and we kept only eyebrow products. Smart. I had no idea. I don't know if it was smart. <laughs> Obviously, it I wasn't. I think it was but, very smart. Um, <laughs> we, I had to make a decision that um, I have to maintain certain products that, you know, only the eyebrow products were able to be sold by the esthetician. Right. The rest of the makeup, we didn't have the money. So we pulled back and we relaunched the makeup in 2014-15. Got it. And yeah. so how many SKUs does Anastasia Beverly We have now? almost 400. That's what? crazy. Yes. And do you own your company? Three. Yes, I own. Uh, until September last year, I own 100%. And last year, we sold the minority to TPG, private invest. This is interesting because we've been talking a lot lately, uh, lately about uh, brands that sold a majority a, a stage. Hedge fund, yes. Or oh. a hedge fund. This feels like it's happening fund. every three months. Jen and I have a topic about this. For us, it made sense. We had uh, exposure. We, we were selling in 2,500 doors in United States, and we wanted to do it internationally to expand. Um, it takes a lot of skills, power, money, and uh, especially operational. It's very difficult. It's not easy. And I realized that I will not be able to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Go international. Go internationally mm-hmm. because I have to be in the office. We still have to approve products. We still have to work on 
the marketing and the, the creating the products and uh, to operate internationally will take me away from the office. So mm-hmm. that's why we chose um, TPG that is, is been great for a year. But what's interesting is you are, you know, you are very much in the weeds of your business and, you know, a big part of your business, I think, from my perspective, grew from Instagram, right? From social media. Yes. Like that was a real game changer for you. You were really an early adopter. So what made what drew you to that? Well, I worked with my daughter and in 2012, and she said, well, we need to jump on this because this will be amazing and we could uh, um, show how we used to travel to kind of teach our consumer how to use the eyebrow products. And she said, Mom, if we, um, if we post videos, this will be a lot easier. We could reach a broader audience. And uh, we did. This is what we did. And it was absolutely incredible. But at that time, nobody, businesses weren't using no. Instagram in that way. No. And you were early to that. That was, yes. your, your daughter's a smart My daughter, woman. My daughter, <laughs> yes. I gave um, her full credit. Well, since then, since 2012, mm-hmm. you've watched probably a lot of beauty brands come and go in the beauty space. Yes. Um, there's been an influx of so many new brands in the last couple of years. What do you see them doing wrong where you're just like, I learned this lesson already, like these new beauty brands need to know. I, I think every brand has some uh, a, a point of difference and they need to understand who they are and who their consumers are. And that connection, I think, I, I could speak for myself. I don't know what other people are doing, but I think what was important for us is just not only creating amazing products, but being close to the consumer, listen to them, mm-hmm. what they want, what they don't want, what they wish they could have. So, I, I think being in the salon business and working uh, one-on-one with our customers, I think we had the ability to learn very much the consumer. Speaking about other brands, is there someone, you know, brands look to Anastasia because as, yeah. as like a role model, like they want to follow in your footsteps, yes. your brand story. Are there any brand founders or other brands that you really admire? I admire every every brand founder uh, has a story to tell. Mm-hmm. They have a point of difference, and and I I mean I love Barbara Sturm. She has a skincare mm-hmm. line that I I admire. The Tatcha, the so many. I mean, there are so you name two good inc- ones. Yeah, incredible uh, creators out there. Do you think there's still any what people call white spaces left in the beauty industry at this point? Like, haven't we reached such like what could possibly be invented? Do you think there's still things that we need? You never know. I always think that something else could come up. And and do you think there's an area that obviously brows, you started a trend and a lot of companies started doing brow products more. Is there an area that is ripe for another kind of Anastasia invasion? Like everybody needs to get on the like, I don't know, combs. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs better combs, hair combs. Um, If I um, go back and I will think as as I build this company, um, I think we, we kind of combine science with beauty. Uh, I started with eyebrows. Yes, I created products for eyebrows. Then the same concept on the golden ratio, I, I realized, I start asking myself why we use makeup. And I start asking myself, well, is this is almost like in art school. You have a piece of paper and with the pencil, you start drawing that and you create nose, you create cheekbones, you create eyes. 
Well, makeup is exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. And by teaching my daughter and talking with my team about how important contouring is, we created a contour kit. Not that contouring didn't exist in Hollywood and most of the education part. But the consumer didn't know about it. And we created a, a contour kit. So we put together something that it exists, but never for the consumer and explaining to make how it imp- simple. simple. Then I was telling my daughter that I hate lipstick because my lipstick disappear after five minutes. She created that liquid lipstick. Color payoff. <laughs> yeah. There. Then the glow kits. Not that the glow didn't exist. Yeah. Okay. But we put it on a, in, in a kit for colors and we start talking about on Instagram. The consumers start embracing glow kit. So it's always a spin that it exists in beauty, but somebody will put it differently that yeah. the consumer pays attention. So I have a question for you. Yes. Um, I was actually talking with somebody this morning. Um, I was getting my brows done, um, <laughs> but they were just filling them in. And I said, mm-hmm. I think they're too big right now. And she said, you know, everyone's saying, this is makeup artist. Yes. She's like that. We went so far with the big brow, like the bushy brow, the Correct. boy brow, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. And now the pendulum is swinging the other way. But what you're talking about with this golden ratio seems trendless, trend resistant. Thank you very much. Yes. What do you think about the idea of brow trends? Trends should be only on colors. You want to go lighter, darker, red because you color your hair. Mm -hmm. But eyebrows should never be trendy as thickness. The shape of the eyebrows from the beginning, this is what I keep (laughs) Telling everyone, your eyebrow should be according your bone structure and natural eyebrow shape. The shape should not change. But can it go from thicker to thinner? Like, like, like if we take the shape, it's just picture like <laughs> you need to yes. see Anastasia's face and right I, now. I don't think she's she like, pleased. "What am I not saying?" Yeah, I no, but you, picture like, okay, if I have if I maintain the same shape, yes, but I just go a little skinnier some some months or some years, and then a little fatter other years. But Is but that okay? remember, if you go a little thinner, mm-hmm. sometimes the hair doesn't grow back. That's true. Okay, so this is the only problem with eyebrows. Even if you I'm want brows, for a photo Go shoot, look. let's say you want to go 1930 and you go very thin, very, yeah. you know, Jane Harlow. Well, guess what? The eyebrow may not grow back and you are stuck with that skinny eyebrow. Why is that? Why is it that eyebrows don't because grow back? Because the hair follicle is very fine and very delicate. And once you start tweezing too much or removing the hair, the, the hair doesn't grow back. It's not like the, the hair follicle not like in your Nobody, head. this is the first thing I'm going to tell my daughter. Yes, because don't tweeze your eyebrows. That, that, no, that it does not, because nobody knew, at least I didn't. I think it's that repeated, it creates like a scar tissue almost, right? Like it's a damage that the follicle's the done. The follicle is not strong enough. So what do you like, think of Jess's brows? I'll mean, do me next. Mm. I want to know what she says. <laughs> this is for like something I want private. She, yes, oh, I will. Fine. We'll talk on, in oh, private. See, that means it's bad. I was ready. No, no. it's not bad. It's beautiful. <laughs> you have beautiful eyebrows. Okay, so la- the question we ask everybody yes. that comes on Fat Mascara yes. is about their own personal products. You walked in here, mm-hmm. stylish as can be, like, oh, stunning. I'm feeling it. Tell us about some of your favorite beauty things other than Anastasia. Is that a natural hair color? No. Your hair is great. It's gorgeous. My hair Who does is your hair? very dark like yours. Like no. me. It was originally, Brunette. yes. Yeah. But um, I have some uh, uh, wise hair, which is the gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I decided to go blonde because it's so much easier. And now, 
do you get facials or do you do who does your yes. brows and your skin these days? Uh, well, I do my own eyebrows, but uh, I, I get facials. I have a salon I, or I go to Barbara. If she, sometimes she has pop up shops and I go and I get my uh, facials there. OK. Yes. What about fragrance? I'm going through the I whole thing. I use only one fragrance and it's Frederick, Frederick Mal Portrait of a Lady. That's my I, and I have as soon as it's on brand studio. for you. Oh I yes, think. it's beautiful. You know, I go to the office and people already know my smell and I'm like, oh, she's here. Ah, <laughs> uh oh, I, I see. That. If you're the boss, it's, that's kind of scary. Yes, I love like, that. She's here. She got here earlier and now than I, I did. I, I start giving a few presents of uh, some of the girls that they love the fragrance and just to divert like oh, like a decoy, <laughs> a decoy. She's like Spray 7 a.m. Somebody else goes in to be like, yeah, it's so funny. Just have someone, your assistant, spray it in yes, the office yes. to keep people on I had feet. a boss like that where I knew where really? she was because I could, yeah. <laughs> she wore fraca. Fraca. Fracas. No, fracas. Madonna used to wear that. Yeah, it's a big white floral. Fracas. Yes. Yeah. And what else? And what's in your cabinet right now as far as like beauty products? Oh, my loving? God. I have no. I Is have, it insane? It's uh, Sephora in my, uh, <laughs> my uh, bathroom. I have so many products. And I do have you to use... try my own products. I it's want a lot to of see how samples. they performed. I have to approve a lot of the products. Yeah. Did we ask you all the questions? What should we have asked you that we didn't ask you? I don't know. You guys <laughs> tell me. How is working with my daughter? <laughs> I don't know, but those eyeshadow powder, the Norvina ones, that's Are her they middle name, amazing? right? No. So growing up name? in Romania yeah. was a law, believe it or not, that I couldn't. I call my name, I mean, give my daughter's name Norvina because Why? they said was not a Romanian name. And I said, but this is her it's grandfather's country, name, communist country. Like, no, you have to tell me a Romanian name. I'm like, okay, Claudia, because the lady before yeah. me was, and Claudia was like a popular name. So I named her Claudia, but everybody in Romania um, call her um, Norvina. Mm. So... That I've been tempted by Norvina to but, wear some shadows that like I would I'm, never have thought of wearing that color, but they they don't look chalky and they're no. really bright and you just do a little on the lash line. I'm Correct. Like, I'm experimenting because a of little that. on the lash line. Remember they, that bright orange one I wore on yeah. Instagram and yeah. everybody's freaking out. It was I from liked um, it. But it they are so good. They are not chalky at all. Yeah. The quality is incredible. My daughter is a genius. I have to oh, say. We should have had her on. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. You should. <laughs> Maybe next. She never travels, but you should. She okay. Well, is. next time we're in Beverly Hills. You are? No. And when we are, we'll come visit you. Please do. Okay. I didn't know you have an office there. Yeah, sure. We don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm, next time we travel there. But we'll let's go. do it from our office. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Excellent. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on this Fat This was Mascara. great. Thank you very much, ladies. And keep your eyebrows on point. <laughs> love it. It's time to raise a wand, and this is a special edition brought to you by Sparked at Ulta Beauty. I did some shopping. Okay, you, you know, organization makes me so happy. <laughs> a new travel case. Have you seen these? It's called Base, B-E-I-S, but you uh -huh. just say like Base. The cosmetic case in black. Nothing makes me happier than like traveling and opening up. a. It's even better than sitting at my vanity because this thing has spots for brushes, the little netting thing. It, it's nice, and it it's... It's not a hard case. It's like a sort of hard mm. case, but I feel like I'm prepared. You I feel, feel like ready. a lady. New I, pencil case feeling. I also decided this one is just for like 
my makeup stuff. And then I put the rest in the Ziploc bag because you have to take it out anyway all the time. So this is like, no one's going in here. This has got the solids, the powders, the brushes. Did I say again that there was brush separators? Because oh, so I really key. like them all lined up. It looks really nice. Yeah, anyway, I should probably tell you how much it costs, right? Tell us. Okay. As soon as I figure out how to get my new iPhone to work, I'll tell you. I know. I'm very excited about it. $58. Nice. Look at this thing. Looks like it's just shiny. It's good also for the start of the new year when you want to get organized. Well, that's when I did it. Love it. Okay. So mine is, remember when we had the fabulous Juliana Rancic here? I think you were gone that day. I think I did that interview by myself. You did, but I love her line. Love her line. It's so good. It's called Fountain of Truth. No, it's Fountain of Youth. No, it's Fountain of Truth. Damn it. That's why I always mess it up. Well, it's fabulous. <laughs> and their cream cleanser is in my vanity right now. Her stuff is really, really good. I remember she brought it and she put it on the table. And I was like, oh, wow, this is really nice. I like that honey mask, too. She has, she has this Dream Cream Overnight Repair Mask. Oh, I haven't tried it yet. I love the Dream Cream Overnight Repair Mask because I sometimes, you know, I shower at night. I get out of the shower. I'm very wilted. And sometimes I don't have time <laughs> for a whole regime. So I do have a few overnight masks that I like because it's one and done. And this is one of them. Texture is really great. You feel kind of sucked in. The textures on those products and the scents of them is very comforting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent Raise of Wands brought to you by Thank Sparked you. at Ulta Beauty. Thanks for listening. Our show is produced by Atwill Media. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Fat Mascara. Go to fatmascara.com to get a link to our private Facebook group and hit us up. If you have a beauty question, you can send it to us at info at fatmascara.com. We'd love if you send us a voice memo. We also want to hear your razor wands. Send those to the same address, info at fatmascara.com. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review on iTunes. Just throw us some stars. AdWanted UK is the provider of single-source media data for agencies, media owners, brands, and academic institutions. And thanks to our rebranded news offering, called The Media Leader, we can also lead the way in championing excellence and inclusion in the media industry. To find out more, simply visit the-media-leader.com to subscribe to our daily bulletins. The Media Leader from AdWanted UK. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. 